Hello everybody, good evening. Welcome back. We are now going to begin, it's Pasha's Bay, and we're going to begin the next one of the 39 Malachas, Malachas Teichen, which is a Malacha of grinding. Now, we just learned through the Malacha of Dash, which included Schita, and really it's followed by Zayre, which is the winnowing or throwing the the, the <clears throat> wheat and the chaff into the air so that the air will separate out uh, the unwanted parts. But there's very little practical application to that malacha, and essentially it's really a function of bayer. So we'll, to whatever is applicable, we'll talk about it when we get to the malacha of bayer, Emir Sashem. So therefore, we're going to begin learning the malacha of Teichen, which is grinding wheat into flour so to be able to make bread. Now, the Malach of Teichen isn't limited to food, and it can be applied to grinding non-food items as well, like wood into sawdust, and more practically for us, it was the basis of the Isra of taking medicine on Shabbos because they ground up those herbs and uh, other materials in order to make medicine, which is not food, uh, nevertheless a saucer. Another interesting um, application is grinding earth or mud, which can sometimes be an issue if it gets on your shoes. We'll talk about that some uh, later on. <clears throat> um, now, it's also not limited to, use, to using a utensil to grind, like a pepper mill or a millstone in the case of wheat. Uh, or if it can be done with a knife or fork, and even with your bare hands, any way that you grind... Um, anything into little pieces, it will be a problem of Teichen. Now, the tricky part about the Malach of Teichen is the fact that we know that it is permitted to cut something in half on Shabbos or into pieces, right? You're allowed to cut an orange into sections. You can cut a tomato into nice slices on Shabbos. So that is allowed, right? So then the problem is, where do you draw the line? Right? Where is it that it crosses over from being cutting something into pieces to cutting something so small that it's considered applicable to grinding? And the problem is, to compound the issue, the Paiskim don't give any real measurement or even anything to compare it to. They just refer to big pieces, small pieces, and really small pieces. Right? So that leaves us a little bit in the dark. And it, furthermore, another issue is that it's not even clear... How do we define small? Meaning, does that refer to all four dimensions or three dimensions, like a small little cube? What about if you slice a pickle or a tomato into paper-thin slices, but very long, right? So they're paper-thin, but they are very long. Is that teichen or is that not teichen? Also, very little information offered by the, the Paiskim. And this element of confusion plays an important part in how we approach this halach, as we'll see. There's another question <coughs> that the Paiskim disagree about regarding Teichen. We know, although we haven't learned Bayer yet, but it's well known, that by Bayer, right, by selecting, we find a very in- interesting leniency. That if you're separating the good from the bad, right, and you're using your hands, you're not using a utensil, and you do it right before you plan on eating it, Samach so then it's permitted. Okay, so that's a special hetar by Bayer, even though essentially other, if you miss any of those, you're doing a malacha, daraisa, right? You're doing a, a daraisa malacha, not even a drabanan, it's a full-fledged malacha, but if you meet those qualifications, then it's permitted. Now, what's the logic behind this? The logic behind this is that when you do it right before you're eating it with your hands and good from the bad, then it's called derech achila. It's called, we don't look at it as selecting, we don't look at it as a, uh, a tikkun in the food, 
food, like you're fixing the food. Rather, we look at it as just the process of eating, right? It's like you're chewing it, you know? So the process of eating is you're picking out the good for the bad right before you're about to eat it. That's the svara. And if that's the case, the question is, can that svara be applied to teichen as well? Which would mean that if you're doing teichen, but you're doing it right before you're about to eat it, is that a leniency when it comes to teichen? And that's much like a suffice kim. Some say you could, and some say you can't. The main opinion, which we follow is that you do apply it. And there is a heter when it comes to grinding and cutting as well, that as long as you do it right before you're about to eat it, it's permitted. But the Mishabura says, due to the fact that it is a machlekes, therefore, you should only rely on this leniency if you don't do the small, small pieces, only the middle-sized pieces, right? Not the biggest, not the smallest, the middle. Okay, so that's where I'm, that's where I'm demonstrating that that confusion about what exactly is the shear for teichen plays a role when it comes to now, you know, in, in this, this particular is whether it can be done right before you eat. So let's keep this in mind, and now let's try to figure out what we do know, what we don't know, and what we could do. So, certainly, if you're cutting something into tiny, tiny little parts, like, let's say, for example, you're literally uh, grinding nuts into powder, right? You're smashing it with something, or you're just grinding nuts into tiny little pieces for a crunch. Okay, so anything in the tiny little pieces, that's for sure too small, and even if you're doing it it's not going to be mutter because you can't rely on the rajba for that. Likewise, if you'd use um, the alligator thing, you know, uh, that's the brand, I know, you know, the thing that... um, you put like a tomato into it and then you close it and it pushes it through a, um, a tic-tac-toe uh, of, of, uh, of slicing um, metal pieces. It's <laughs> a lot of words. An alligator. So anyway, uh, if you uh, using that thing on Shabbos, uh, likewise, that would be too small, those cubes. They would be too tiny. And it would be a problem uh, even if you do it some Now, let me go uh, off the topic for a moment and... It happens to be that using an alligator would have a problem anyway. Oh, there you go. You can see. <laughs> uh, using an alligator would have a problem anyway because it's a dedicated utensil which is typically used for a malacha. That's called uvda dechal, right? So this is an interesting concept which actually is not limited here in uh, Teichen. It's applicable all over Hilchah Shabbos, which is anytime you have a something which is generally dedicated to doing a malacha, you cannot use it on Shabbos even for a permitted task because of of the duchal. Let me give an example, classic example, a brush. You can't use a regular hair brush to brush your shaitl on Shabbos. You have to have a dedicated shaitl brush because a regular hair brush is of the duchal. It's usually used to brush hair and that's something which is prohibited on Shabbos. So you need to have a dedicated brush for your, your shaitl so then that brush is just a shaitl brush and it's not, therefore won't be an of the duchal. So, Getting back to the alligator, so an alligator, uh, being that it's, it's typically used for a malacha, you anyway would not be able to use it for a drabanan reason, which is that it's an ovda dechal. However, there are other forms of choppers which do not uh, typically chop the vegetables into tiny pieces, like um, uh, like you know, like an egg slicer kind of thing, which cuts it into big pieces, or an apple corer, which cuts the apple into large pieces. There may be a buyer concern, which we'll talk about when we get to buyer, but an apple corer, as far as teichen is concerned, would be allowed to be used, because it never cuts it into small pieces, so that would not be an ovda dechal, and that would be fine. There's no problem using a utensil. It's not like by bear. There's no problem using a utensil by Taichen as long as it's not cutting it into two small pieces. Okay, so what we do know is that if you cut it into tiny, tiny little pieces, doing it right before you're eating it uh, won't help you. So when then can we apply this leniency? So as I said, it's not so clear. But what I do think is, is that as long as you're making the pieces 
um, big enough that it's bigger than anybody would make for an Israeli salad. In other words, uh, let's say that for an Israeli salad, that it varies, right? Sometimes people make it as small as the alligator pieces, and sometimes people make it a centimeter by a centimeter. But once it's bigger than that, it's getting closer to an inch by an inch, nobody makes an Israeli salad that small. Uh, that big, I'm sorry. It's already, those are big pieces. So that, once you cross that threshold, I would say that you've gone from the small, small to the medium-sized small, and that's permitted. Uh, as long as you do it right before you eat. If you're cutting bigger pieces, right, like, you know, slicing up an apple, or even if you cut an apple into big cubes, let's say an inch by an inch, that would be, I think, allowed no matter what, because those are big pieces that you don't even need, samach la'achila. It's the medium size that you can, apply, you can apply this heter of doing it right before you eat, and like I said, I believe that would be when you're cutting it a little bigger than people typically cut for a small salad, and then it's considered bigger, and then you can use it for the sake of, uh, then, then you can do it as long as you're doing it right before you eat. So, this is, uh, like I said, this is a sticky part of Teichen. Every, every malacha has one area which is really unclear, and this is what it is by Teichen. It's never really been clarified exactly how to differentiate what's cutting, what's grinding. So we do the best we can. When something is very small, we prohibit it in all cases. When it's bigger than typical, we allow it. When it's very big, then it's just permitted no matter what.